And now, WBW Theatre. Welcome to WBW Theatre. Listen to a series of radio dramas, comedies, mysteries, thrillers, westerns, all dedicated to preserving the golden age of radio. Those thrilling days of yesteryear, way back when families gathered together around the living room radio to join the theater of the mind. Listen now, as we take you way back when imagination ruled and creativity had no limits. Listen now to... WBW Theater. Brought to you by L&M Filters. This is it. L&M is the best. Stand out from all the rest. Around Dodge City and in the territory on the west, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers. And that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Gun smoke. The transcribed story of the violence that moved west with the young America and the story of a man who moved with it. I'm that man, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful and a little lonely. Morning. Doc? Chester? Hello, Matt. We've been waiting for you, Mr. Dillon. Something wrong? Yes, sir. It's Mr. Dobie. He's at the desk in the hotel. He's real upset about something. He wants to see you. All right. You both wait here for me. I'll be right back. All right, Matt. Marshal Dillon, I've sure been wanting to see you. What's the trouble, Mr. Dobie? You got a riot in here? There'll be a riot if you don't get them people out of here, Marshal. What people? The Daggett's, that's who. Who are the Daggett's? Big Ben Daggett, he calls himself. And he is big, too. Never heard of him. He's only been in Dodge since yesterday. He's one of them mountain men from on west. He's a hunter or something. One of them real hairy fellas. Shouldn't be allowed around other white men. Why not? What's he doing? He's sitting in my hotel. I let him in before he told me. Before he told you what? It's better you see for yourself, Marshal. His room's right at the top of the stairs. Well, okay, Dobie. Let's go. It's, it's true, ain't it, Marshal, that I, I don't have to let nobody stay in my hotel I don't want. I guess so. If you've got a good reason. I got plenty of reason. Three men have moved out already. Sounds to me like he must have a box of rattlesnakes with him. It's worse than that. This is room here. Isn't this a double room? He needs it. 
He needs the whole doggone prairie, and that's where he's going. Now you tell him, Marshal. Hello? I got the U.S. Marshal with me this time, Daggett. Oh? I'm Marshal Dillon, Daggett. Mr. Doby wanted me to come over here and meet you. Hmm. Come on in. Well, you were right about his being big, Doby. Man can't help being big. No offense meant. It's okay. But they've been times I wish I was smaller. Not that I can move as fast as any man. I'm easier to see. That's the only bad part. Tell me, Daggett. What's the trouble between you and Doby here? Ain't my trouble, Marshal. All right, Doby. I guess you'd better explain. There's nothing wrong here that I can see. It ain't him. It's his wife. What? You don't like my wife because she's an Indian, Marshal. That's a lie. What do I care if she's an Indian? I don't understand. Where is she, Daggett? In the other room. Well, bring her in here. Doby, you know what I could do with you? Fingers of one hand. Don't forget, I got the Marshal with me. I'll use the other hand on him if he sounds motoring me around, too. Now, wait a minute. This kind of talk isn't doing any good. You're probably pretty good with that gun, Marshal. But I'll kill mountain lions with this here knife. I ain't afraid of anything alive and not many ghosts. Ghosts? You even talk like a savage. That's enough, Doby. Daggett, I didn't come here for a fight. I came here to see what all this trouble's about. If it has something to do with your wife, tell me. It has to do with Doby, not my wife. That's a lie. Dan? There she is. Look, Marshal. If it's me they're talking about, Dan, why didn't you call me? It's nothing to do with you. They was trying to hold me around. At least he was. Doby there. I only told you to get her in here so as the marshal could see her. Well, uh, now he's seen her. That's all the fuss about. You're playing dumb, ain't you, Daggett? Wait a minute. I don't think he is. Tell me something. Where did you and Mrs. Daggett meet? Near Denver. Denver? Yeah, I'm a mountain man, marshal. I've never been to the prayer before. What were you doing in Denver, Mrs. Daggett? I was sent there four years ago to complete my education. My father was a chief. A chief? What chief? His name was Yellow Horse. Yellow Horse? That's worse. That's the worst yet. I don't understand either of you men. What are you talking about? Doby could tell your wife was a Kiowa from the way she dressed. Uh, She's got to come from some tribe, don't she? Being the daughter of Yellow Horse makes it even worse. Two years ago, the Kiowas killed some 18 settlers on the raids through the country near here. Yellow Horse led them until he was killed. You never told me that. Is that true? I only heard my father was dead. They told me nothing else. Well, that difference doesn't make any ways. He wasn't on them raids. A feeling's still high against the Kiowas around here, Daggett. But you're right. She had nothing to do with them. Kiowa's a Kiowa, and we won't stand for them in Dodge. Don't be a fool, Doby. How can you blame her for what somebody else did? I blame the whole tribe, and especially her father. <laughs> and I won't stand for her being here. She's probably as murdering as he was. Doby! Hold it, Daggett. I'd like to apologize to Mrs. Daggett for bothering her. Apologize? Let's get out of here, Doby. Now. No! You come here to throw them out, and you're going to do it. Doby, I guess I'm a little like Dan Daggett here. I don't like taking orders very well, either. All right, Marshal. 
If the law won't help me... The law won't help you, and don't you try anything else. Now, come on, we're getting out of here. Mr. Dillon. Yeah, what is it, Chester? Well, uh, would you mind stopping into Mr. Jonas's store here? Won't take but a minute or two. You're gonna spend your betting money on clothes again? Oh, no, sir. I mean, uh, well, you, you see, Mr. Dillon, I need a little string tie for Sunday's kind. Oh? They don't cost more than a quarter. <sighs> All right. In that case, I'll go with you. Well, there she is, Miss Kitty. Hi, Miss Kitty. Oh, hello, Chester. Ties are hanging back over there, Mr. Dillon. I won't be long. All right, Chester. You're as bad as Chester, Kitty. Always buying clothes. As Chester? (laughs) Matt, if Chester's always buying clothes, how come ever since I've known him, he's worn the same pair of striped pants? Well, he's careful with them, I guess. He never gets them torn. He'd have to go to bed if he ever did. Where's Mr. Jonas? He's out back, showing Dan Daggett and his wife something. Are they here? Sure, he introduced me to them. Big Dan Daggett, like you said last night. Matt, he's earned that name. He's a buffalo, that man. Yeah, he is. His wife's name is Rose. He said he couldn't pronounce it in Indian, so he made it English. She's a beautiful little thing. She's prettier than most of the women around here. Thanks. Now, Kitty, I... No, you're right. She really is. I guess Dan Daggett can't be all root, or a girl like that will never have married him. That's too bad Dobie over there at the Dodge House can't see it your way, Kitty. Dobie's just not thinking very straight. Where's Jonas? He's out back, Roden. Ah. Hello, Marshal. I didn't recognize you. Nah, here he comes. Who's that, Matt? His name's Broden. He works over at one of the stables. Oh, that explains why he's too poor to come into the Long Branch. Jonas! Hey, Jonas! I'll I'll be right there with you, Roden. I'm in a hurry. I won't be a minute. Well, I ain't waiting while you sell her beets. Say, wait a minute. What's she doing in here anyway? You stay here, Kitty. She's gone as much rather be here as you have, Rome. A Kiowa woman? You've gone crazy. No. Then throw her out of here, or I will. That woman's my wife, mister. Your wife? (laughs) Your wife? You have to throw me out, too. Now look here. I didn't mean nothing. If you talk me nothing, then don't talk. Sure, sure. What do I care? It's your business. I I don't care. And even if you do care, you shouldn't say nothing about it out loud. I ain't saying nothing. I gotta go now. Mm -hmm. Well, it looks like you handled that pretty well, Daggett. (laughs) I can't fight every man in the world. No, I guess you can't. And I don't aim to, long as they don't push me too far. Dobie leaving you alone? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's doing a lot of talking around. 
is trying to stir up trouble, but before it comes, well, we'll probably be gone. Back to Colorado in the mountains. Oh? Marshal, we'll come and see us sometime. Uh, next time a day or so. Was it be kind like that? Thank you, Daggett. Be a pleasure. Yeah. Where's Doc this morning, Mr. Dillon? I've been up to his office twice and he ain't there. He was called out to the Duke place last night. Mm, Somebody sick? Doc doesn't get many social calls, Chester. Well, I was calling on him social. He'll appreciate that. Well, I think I'll go up to the Dodge house and make a call on Jim Doby. More trouble, Mr. Dillon? There will be if somebody doesn't stop him. He's been talking to everybody who'll listen about Rose Daggett being your yellow horse's daughter and how they ought to run her out of town. Looks like he's looking for help, ain't it? Yeah. Well, you ought to know better than that, man like Doby. Well, that's what I'm going to try to explain to him, Chester. Hello, Daggett. Marshal. I kind of worried. Why? What's the matter? It's Rose. I can't find her nowhere. You can't find her? I feel like a fool coming here and telling you. Maybe you and Chester will help me look for her? I've been everywhere. Of course we'll help you. Now, where did you see her last? You know, let me tell you. I, I woke up real early and I couldn't get back to sleep. I didn't want to bother Rose, so I got dressed and went out on the street and walked around. I wasn't gone more than now. Marshal, I, I should never left her. Did you ask them at the hotel? Did anyone see her leave? There was nobody at the hotel. Not when I got out and... Now when I come back, nobody's seen her. Well, where would she have gone that hour of the morning? She wouldn't gone nowhere. Just a, not Rose. That's what I can't understand. Well, all right. Let's start looking for her. Come on. <gasps> I guess we'll start with the hotel. I sure do thank you, Marshal. And you too, Chester. Yeah, we'll find her. Don't you worry. Hey, that's Doc's buggy coming up there. Yeah, sure is. Look, he's got somebody with him. That's Rose. That's Rose in the buggy. (laughs) Rose. Rose, what are you doing there? Hello, Dan. Well, get down. You'll have to carry me down. Where you been? What happened to your feet? Chester. Why, Doc? Do me a favor and take this buggy, will you? Sure I will. And you, Daggett, take Rose into the marshal's office. She shouldn't be on the street out here. We'll go. She told me about her husband, Matt, but she didn't tell me he was that big. Come on, let's follow them. Yeah. Tell me, Doc, what's Rose doing with you? I found her out on the prairie about ten miles east of here. What was she doing out there? I'll let her tell you that. Hey, just you stay and sit right there, Rose. I'm all right, Dan. Doc, this is my husband, Dan. I kind of gathered that, Rose. 
Glad to know you, Dan. Good thing you come along, Doc. You feel up to telling the whole story, Rose? Uh-huh. I expect the marshal here will be interested, too. Yes, all right. And then I want you to come up to my office with me. Yes, Doctor. Has she been hurt? Go ahead, Rose. Tell them. Well, early this morning, I woke up when somebody tied him a bandana over my face. I, I never should have left you alone. <sighs> That's foolish talk, Dan. It wasn't your fault. Go on, Rose. Well, it was two men. They never said a word the whole time. They never talked once. But they carried me out the back way. Then they tied me onto a horse and led it way out into the prairie. They finally stopped and took me off and untied me. And then they took my shoes away and they rode off. I finally got the blindfold off. And I walked and walked till I, I saw the doctor's buggy coming. I couldn't have walked much further. Oh, Rose. Wait a minute, Dan. Rose, you never saw those men, and you never heard their voices? No, but I heard them walk. Everybody has a different walk. Did you recognize either of them from hearing them walk? No, it wasn't Doby or that man in the store. We'll find them, Rose. We'll send them on the street. We'll, we'll tie them till we find them. When we do, I cut them. I cut them. I cut them off them. I kill them. Nah, no, Daggett. You let Rose find them, if she can. And then I'll take them. But they're mine, Marshal. It's just as much mine as Rose is mine. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let nobody let else in the world touch my Rose but me. It'll be murder. Is that what you call it, Rose? That wants you in his office. You go along now, and then we'll start listening. It's as good a way to hunt as any. For the next few days, the Daggetts took up their post on the boardwalk halfway down Front Street. Rose would sit there for hours, her head down, her eyes half-closed, listening to the footsteps of hundreds of men as they passed. And Daggett would stand at her side, his bowie knife in his belt, waiting with animal patience for a sign from his wife. But it didn't come. And I began to hope that for his sake, the kidnappers had left the country and nothing would happen. And then, on the morning of the third day, Chester and I were loafing around on the porch at the general store. Well, where's the Daggett's this morning, Mr. Dillon? They ain't over where they usually are. I guess they haven't started yet, Chester. I swear every man in Dodge must have walked past there by now. All but two, maybe. Morning, Marshal. Chester. Hello, Mr. Doby. Doby? I'm looking for the Daggett's, Marshal. You seen him? Uh, no, I haven't, Doby, but Dan Daggett isn't taking things as easy as he was. If I were you, I'd stop looking right now. Doc told me what happened, Marshal. Doc did, huh? Well, he knew nobody else would, so he took it upon himself. For what? For my own good, the way he put it. Well, did it do you any good? It made me mad. Mad at myself, mostly. I've been a fool. Uh, Mr. Dillon, there's Rose now, in the street there. She's got a shotgun. What's she doing? Looks like she's following those two men. 
Come on. She sure is. She stopped them. She's got them turned around. Say, she's going to shoot them. They ain't making a move. How do you know it was us? And what if it was? I guess you ain't learned nothing. Maybe we'll have to do it again. Don't shoot, Rose. I'll take them. All right, give me the shotgun, Rose. It's empty, Marshal. Why did you do it? I'd have arrested them. Dan would have found a way to kill them, even if you had arrested them. They're dead, Mr. Dillon. Both of them. Who are they, Chester? Never saw them before in my life. A couple strangers, I guess. I'll go get somebody to give me a hand. Rose! Rose! Was that them? Why didn't you tell me? What'd you run away for? Why'd you kill him? They are the ones, Dan. How do you know? Where'd you spot him? They walked past our table while we were eating breakfast. You said he was going up to our room. I did go. Long enough to get the shotgun. Why didn't you tell me? Why'd you have to kill him? I couldn't see you hang for what happened to me, Dan. I gladly would hang for it. Anything's better than you going to jail. I will not mind, Dan. He'll kill you. I, I, I won't let it happen. It ain't right. Don't you try to take her, Marshal. Don't you try. I know how you feel, Daggett, but I got to arrest her. Rose has got to stand trial. What do they do to her? Well, I don't think there's a judge or jury in Kansas who'd convict Rose for what she did under the circumstances. Marshal Dillon. Yes, what is it, Doby? I gotta say something, Marshal. All right, say it. Them two men she killed. I just looked at them, and I don't know who they were, but I've seen them before. So? I seen them the other day when I was talking the way I was. They heard me. They was listening. Go ahead. Well, I just had to tell you that. I don't feel very proud. You're the one that ought to go to jail, Doby. That's what I'm trying to tell you, Marshal. It's mostly my fault. What happened to her? This killing? And all this... Well, you learned something now. Anyway. Only, there's nothing I can do about it. It's too late. I feel like hiding. Mr. Dobie? Yes, ma'am? Would you walk back to the hotel with me and my husband? Thank you, ma'am. I'd... I'd be proud to. Join us again as we bring you exciting thrills and adventure, rip-roaring comedy, and shoot-'em-up westerns and gangbusters. Next time, when your imaginations will be invited into the theater of the mind that is WBW Theater. <laughs>